Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by my good friends, Ms. Denny Sunderly. Hey there. And back on the controls, our producer, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Hey, everybody. And uh, this week, quick plug, not like last week, um, quick plug for Magic Candle Company. Um, they have soap now. Go, buy. MagicCandleCompany.com. Code DisneyInfo saves you 15% when you check out. Um, All right. This week, we are going to talk about restaurants that we have not experienced yet. And I got to tell you, I've been racking my brains on this. And I'm I'm drawing a blank because I'm not going to say there's no way I've eaten at every restaurant. On Disney property, but then again, I was saying to these guys before we started recording, I've been doing this 23 years. Maybe I have and just didn't realize it, but I'm having trouble drawing uh, a particular restaurant that, I mean, there's, there are restaurants I've only been to once and it was 20 years ago and that's Victorian Alberts. When I managed to luck in to a chef's table two weeks in advance because somebody had just canceled literally the phone call right before mine. Wow. Was somebody canceling the night I wanted. Oh, wow. So. Um, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Um, but we'll start with you, Denny. What, yeah, where haven't so you I've, eaten? I've got a pretty good list. And, and first of all, you know, we might get a little pushback on, you know, wait, you're on a dining show, a Disney dining show, and you've not, you've not been to everything. Calm down. It's okay. I don't have endless, you know, budget to be able to eat at all the restaurants. Um, so we actually, my husband and I have been starting to check off some of these restaurants and, and it's so much fun to, to do something like that. So hang in there. I'll, I'll get there. Uh, Lord willing, Pete, I'll get to the point where you're at, where I've actually having a hard time coming up with them. But right now, number one on my list is Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. I have Are you never kidding? been to home. No, nope. get out. I'm not get kidding. Out. Get out. I know. You're done. I know. You're done. I'll just leave now. Okay. One yeah. of the best um, restaurants at Walt Disney World, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, um, I, you know, this is going to go up. Who, who knows when, but, um, but Friday, you know, so a couple of days from now is my birthday, you know, from recording and we have a reservation at homecoming for that evening, but we don't think we're going to use it. It We're not quite there yet with the whole temporary closure thing and with COVID out there. Um, but it'll happen if it doesn't happen Friday, which likely it won't, it'll happen sometime in the future and it'll be fantastic. I know cause I have heard nothing other than the most amazing things about homecoming. I'm intrigued by their deviled eggs. I want to try those. And, um, and definitely the hummingbird cake. I want to try his, because I've made Southern Living's hummingbird cake before. Uh, so I want to see what theirs is like. Number two on my list is Cinderella's Royal Table. Now, I have never eaten in the castle, and I know this is the one this is that reservation that people want to get that makes or breaks their vacation. I know the food quality isn't where 
others think it should be for dining in Cinderella Castle, but I still want to go. I want to be a part of the experience, um, the whole nine yards. So that is also on my list. And another one is, is Pete. I think something, it's a place that you've enjoyed time and again. It's Il Molino at the Walt Disney World Swan. I've never been there. I love Italian food to no end. And so I am really looking forward to, to being able to go, get over there eventually. You know, and especially where Il Molino is concerned. Um, it is without peer mm. on Disney property for Italian food. You're not going to find better. You're not going to find better. As a matter of fact, it is arguably, at least in the top three in Orlando for me, in terms of Italian. And that is saying something. That's you know, uh, the number one for me remains Mama Della's over at um, Portofino Bay at Universal. Um, but it's, you know, the, the problem, the only problem I have with Il Molino is how expensive it is. Okay. Um, again, Swan and Dolphin, convention resorts, we've talked about this before, convention resorts tend to charge more at their restaurants because they have people that are on expense accounts, their companies are paying for it. But this, unlike uh, Maya Grill at uh, Coronado, this is one where, yeah, that's expensive pasta, but boy, is it good. (laughs) Boy, is it good. The uh, Arancini, Arancini, kill yourself. It's so good. Uh, Papa Adele, that's made fresh every day and melts in your mouth, melts in your mouth. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I can't, I still, I'm, I'm still stuck on, you haven't been to Art Smith's yet. I'm I've got sorry. to, we've got to rectify that. I, I personally have to intervene and rectify that situation because superb, superb. Yeah. I, it's my favorite dining location at, Disney Springs, mm. hands down, my favorite. The Church Lady Deviled Eggs, his fried chicken, forget it, forget it. It's an unbelievable. Fiasco, what about you? Where have you not eaten? Yeah, so I mean, like Denny already mentioned, there is a there is so many restaurants here at Walt Disney World. It is a challenge to eat at every single one. Although that is a goal of mine, um, I still have a little bit ways to go. I've only lived here for. A year and a half, and when I visited here on vacation, we just like to stick with our familiar favorites. Um, but I do have some check marks to make, and one of those check marks is Victorian Alberts. Haven't eaten there yet. Uh, plan to do so for some sort of special occasion. That's obviously kind of like a big deal dinner. Uh, but I want to get over there very, very badly. Maybe in the near future, uh, when everything starts to reopen again, um, I'll do that. Next up, San Angel Inn. Um, it's one of the – Epcot's my favorite park. That's where I find myself the most. That's where I eat the most. Um, but it's one of the restaurants there in Epcot I haven't gone to yet, mostly because of negative reviews. Right. I was just going to say, uh, you know, three words of advice for San Angel Inn. Lower your expectations. Yeah. Okay? There's a reason it's so dark in there. They don't want you to see how crappy the food is. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's terrible. And those are the type of things I, I've been hearing. Haley's been egging me on to go there, and every time I'm just like, yeah, but, like, do I want to waste the money? 
Uh, but we still got to get it off the checklist, so we get to try it at some point. Um, also, Regal Eagle. Regal Eagle Smokehouse, the new re- quick service. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I was, have That's been good. meaning to do it, um, but I was actually covering something else that day while Craig and Rhino covered it. Uh, and Haley went there without me, and she said she loved it. Uh, but I still need to get over there as well. Uh, and then the last restaurant in Epcot is Monsor Paul. Haven't been there either. Uh, really enjoyed Chefs de France uh, the past two times I've been there, but haven't been to Monsor Paul yet. My problem with Monsieur Paul is that um, unlike Chefs de France, it's not consistently good. Right. You'll have an amazing meal, and then you'll go back again, and you'll have an okay meal. It's never been bad. It's never been like, dear God, I can't eat this. But it's not consistent. Right. It's not consistent, and that's my big complaint with that. No, I have not eaten at Regal Eagle. Uh, I also have not eaten at. I'm going literally going through the list on the Diz right now. Um, I have not eaten at Enzo's Hideaway. It's good. Or Enzo good. Was it Enzo and Maria's too, or whatever it is. Um, so or Maria, yeah, Maria and Enzo's. I haven't eaten there. Um, but I'm going through this list, and I'm like, yep, eating there, eating there, eating there, eating there. Um, again, why am I fat? <laughs> There's. Uh, you know, and I'm not including like Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon yeah. dining. Um, and, but this might be a fun activity for people. Like we put together a checklist of all the table service restaurants at Walt Disney World. That's and like people go. start checking off which ones they've they've been to and yeah. which ones they need to try because that's the big that's the big consideration. Um. You know, we like, you know, when you're going on, when you're on vacation, you know, you like to go back to the places you know you like. A, this stuff isn't cheap. B, you're not here all the time. So you kind of want that experience. Yet there's also a part of you that may be like, I really should try something new. Yeah. But when you're in that mindset of, ah, these are the restaurants I like, maybe having a list in front of you. Maybe having a and Denny's going. Please don't ask me to put this together. Um, I could do that. This is a list I wouldn't mind doing. Okay, so that's on Denny now. So that's on Denny. We have to make sure when this goes up, okay, that we have a list to publish for people with little check boxes. Perfect. They can print out and they can start <laughs> tracking which restaurants they have and haven't eaten at, okay. and use that to inform the choices mm-hmm. you make when you come down. Again, benefit of living here which I'm yeah. talking about a lot now that we're doing the mo- uh, whole moving to Orlando.com plug um, uh, thing um, that, you know, what are the benefits of living here is that I'm looking and let's say like I was at all these restaurants a week. Well, nobody was at these restaurants a week ago right. because they've been shut down for three months, but um, you know, some of them it's been, like Victorian Alberts, 20 years ago. Some of it's been 10, 15 years. But I've eaten at all of them. I've eaten at all of them. Maybe I need to go through the list and say, where haven't I eaten in the last three, or three, four, or five years? And that may be a great way for us to narrow down restaurants that we should be focused on when they reopen yep. for reviews. You're watching this whole brainstorming process yeah, go on absolutely. right in front of you. Right. Um, but well, and... S- some of the locations, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, please. Um, some of the dining locations are modifying their physical 
um, set up to best uh, allow for social distancing. So take Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, for example, they have just built this brand new open air patio. Um, so call it, they've called it the shine bar and social so that if eating outside is going to be more your thing, if you're one of the, you know, the first few guests who come back during the first phase of reopening for Walt Disney World, you have options. A city works poorhouse in front of the NBA experience at Disney Springs is doing the exact same thing. They're in the middle of adding a new porch to the front that'll allow for open air dining. So, um, the, they're getting super creative. So even if you're like, I don't know that I can go back to eat some of these, no, go back and, and try them and still maintain physical distancing. Like you'll still be okay. There are new things that are coming all the time. And Pete, I think you would like the red sauce at Enzo's hideaway. So I'm interested in seeing you go. I don't know. uh, I know you have high standards. There are very, very few places. I know where I think the red sauce is really good. Um, yeah. The two places I mentioned, and I don't remember if it was... Uh, well, no, in this, yeah, previously, just now I mentioned, um, was, uh, you know, uh, Il Molino and Mamadella's over at Universal. Yep. Phenomenal red sauce. Phenomenal. And especially at Il Molino, they do more of... Um, at least where the, uh, the arancini, which is basically like a ball of risotto that's deep fried um the sauce that they do on that is an air is more of a a metrichana which is a red sauce but it's a very spicy red sauce can be too spicy for some people um good to me i don't normally like spicy food but i had a metrichana for the first time when i was in italy about three or four years ago and i'm like how has my life gone this long (laughs) and it's the easiest thing to make you know it's not one of those red sauces where you're making it for like six hours, you can do this in a saute pan and have it ready in about 15, 20 minutes. And it's amazing. Um, I adjust the spices down, but nonetheless. So, um, wow. I just went off on a whole. I'm hungry now. Yeah. You know what? Really? (laughs) Screw these shows. (laughs) I am trying to get back on my diet. Um, I, I don't, talking about glazed donut cheeseburgers and it was one thing when like we were actually eating the food and talking about it because like we we were actually eating it well that's also yeah that is definitely part of the problem is it has been three months at the point that we're recording this which is uh, a mid-june uh of 2020 um these restaurants have been closed for three months and you know uh actually uh this coming monday uh which will be you know, uh, it'll happen before the show goes up, but you know, that's when the resorts reopen, the DVC resorts reopen. I've got my theme park view at Bay Lake tower, one bedroom. And then, you know, they announced, you know, uh, the wave adjusted their menu at the contemporary problem. My favorite place to eat on property broke your heart and broke my heart that they pulled, uh, they've pulled, uh, uh, the bacon and eggs off the menu. Because of the amount of time it takes to process, you know, to make it, and the fact that they're going to have limited, uh, limited staff, because yep. it takes them four hours to make that, mm-hmm. that dish, so it's temporary. From what I'm hearing from rumors, it's a temporary removal. But 
I looked at the because that's I was like I literally like fantasizing about going there on the twenty second and having that bacon and eggs again. It's all I've wanted. <clears throat> but I understand. I understand why. But yeah, you know, it's an you know fiasco. You came up with uh, a bunch of good ideas this week for for shows. Um, Thank you. The be, you know the uh, moderate. Best moderate for dining, best value for dining in this one. Um, and, you know, definitely uh, got me thinking about about this in particular. Like, God, I really have eaten at virtually all of these restaurants. Yeah. Um, I think maybe I just don't go to Enzo's just so I can always say I haven't eaten at every one. There you go. Um, <laughs> but... A uh, little, little reverse psychology. Um, all right, folks, that is going to do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, folks.